0: Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Happy New Year, CWC Bay Area. Hey, how many are so glad to say goodbye to 2022? I don't know about you. I can't wait to get out of the 20s. 2020 sucked, 2021 was difficult, 2022, you're still going through things, can we just get to 2030? I mean, I, I, hopefully it'll be better by the time we get there. I don't know about you, but before we even move on to 2023, I want to pause a bit today and I want to do what I call reflection. I, I, I get it, you know, some some people don't, want, don't like to look back. I don't live in the past, Pastor, so I don't go, I don't look back into uh, my past and so forth. The reality is this. How many of you have ever heard practice makes perfect? John Maxwell says that's a lie. John Maxwell says evaluated practice makes perfect. You keep practicing the wrong way, you're not going to get any better. But you have to be able to look back on how you went through things and the adjustments that need to be made. As we say goodbye, everyone say goodbye. As we say goodbye to 2022, I want to take a moment to look back at 2022 before we step into 2023. And I, I know some of you visionaries out there, I don't live in the past, Pastor, so I'm not going back there. I get it. I, I, I get it. I understand how you think. You're you're a visionary. But the reality is I want to take time to reflect on 2022. Paul is welcome back. Good to have you back welcome back from india you guys were gone almost a month wow welcome back so good to have you guys i want to take a moment to look back at 2022 and i want to ask you to reflect on four questions four areas of your life i want you to look at and begin to evaluate every one of you regardless of how great or how bad 2022 was because I've come to understand this after 2020. There's no such thing as a bad year or a good year. There's no such thing as a bad year or a good year. It's just a year. What you do with it determines whether it becomes good or bad. How you respond to it determines whether it's good or bad. And the problem is is that many of us aren't responding correctly to the challenges that come through us. And and I don't know, my, my dad's generation was different. That generation ahead of us was different. They went through the Great Depression. They went through some struggles in life, but instead of rolling up and quitting and dying, they rose up and they were the greatest generation ever, not because life was easy, but because life was hard. And we keep looking for an easier way out. Instead of fixing the marriage you're in, you go looking for another one. Instead of being better at the job you have, you go looking for another one. Instead of completing your degree, you change majors. And so many times, instead of committing to something, we bail on it. Years don't equate progress. Let me say that again. Years do not equate progress. You could be married for 40 years and still hate your spouse. You could be, have gone to that same gym for 20 years and still not be in shape. Come on, somebody. You could be in a business for a lot of years but make no money. You could go to church and have no change. You could have a family and still feel lonely. You could, be, you could be involved in serving and still feel like you haven't done anything or haven't accomplished your purpose. You can live a lot of years of life and still feel like you haven't accomplished anything. Years don't equate progress. I love what Soren Kierkegaard said. He said, life can only be understood backwards. But it must be lived forwards. In other words, it's we understand who we are by looking back. But we can't stay back there if we want to step into the new things of life. And so. It's our ability to look back and make adjustments that give us the opportunity to get better today. Now, I, I saw some images on the, the I don't know if we have the images on there, but uh, I don't know if they're on there. So if, let's see if we can uh, put some of these images on my notes. I had them on there, but I don't know if Jax was able to get any of these images on there this uh, this morning. It doesn't look like they're up there. The... The images I've I've found online are reflections. And a reflection takes the original and gives you an interpretation. When you look into a mirror, how many know mirrors don't lie? Well, some of them do. If you go to a carnival, you're gonna get one that's gonna make you look taller. I like those ones. You're going to have other ones that are going to make you look whiter, skinnier. Some of them are going to make you distorted. The problem is many of us are looking through the wrong set of lenses. And the reflections you're seeing aren't truly reflecting who God created you to be. Because the lenses that we're looking at, much like a like at a, uh, a fair that you go to and you get all these crazy mirrors that are there, many of us are seeing ourselves through the lenses of our ex, through the lenses of our parents, through the lenses of someone that we let down, through the lenses of your past, through the lenses of your mess-ups. But I came to tell you, you are not your mess-up. You are not who, what you did. You're not your failure. So as we take a look at this, a reflection is the examination, everyone say examination, of one's own conscious thoughts and feelings and the why behind them. To literally stop and begin to evaluate, why did I do what I did? Why did I act like that? Why did I respond to that person that way? I thought I was done with that attitude, I thought I was past that emotion. How many of you had a, a, a moment you would like to forget in 2022? I know I got a few of them. Okay? Just, just things that, man, I thought I was beyond this already. So I want to ask you four questions. Can I ask you four questions really quick? And, and I want you to write these down because I want you to take a look at this in your own personal life. Number one, everyone say number one, number one. am I better? Are you better or bitter? Has 2022 made you a better person or a bitter person? Has it made you better as an individual, as a person, as an individual, as a follower of Christ? Are you better where you are today? You see, I need you to understand that when I ask about better, this is a focus. This question focuses in on progress. Am I better than where I was last year at this moment? Have I progressed? Have I moved on? Did I make progress this last year? Am I growing better? Am I growing bitter? Am I in a better place than I'm at right now? Right now than I was at last year what did I do well where do I need to improve what do I need to commit to I want to ask you a question this morning are you better because you can't stay the same if you stayed the same then you're worse than where you were last year See, I need you to recognize that Peter In Matthew chapter 26 had a moment in verse 74 it says and he began to call down curses and he swore to them I don't know the man right after Jesus told him you're gonna deny me three times before the rooster crows you're gonna deny me not once not twice but three different occasions you're gonna say you don't know me how many of you last year had a Peter moment don't raise your hands you had a Peter moment you had a moment in your life that you're embarrassed of, a moment that you swear you would never do, a moment you swore that I would never go back to that lifestyle, I would never do this again, I would never say that again, I would never go to that place, I would never go to that dark space. But here you find yourself like Peter, immediately the rooster crows. And verse 75 says, Then Peter, then Peter, then Peter, he remembered what? Remember what Jesus told them. After we fail, it's amazing how the Word of God comes back to remembrance. I I need you to understand you can't remember if you never heard it to begin with. And it's in those seasons of failure that we need the voice of God that is still speaking to us, that tells us you're not your failure, you're not your mess up, you're not your past. He remembered and he went out and cried bitterly. But I want you to see what he does. Had, have you had a Peter moment in 2022? Come on. Something you swore you wouldn't do and you did. For some of you, it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to lose 15 pounds this next year. You didn't just lose 15. You found 15 and someone else is 15 as well. Acts chapter two verse fourteen. After the Holy Spirit has fallen on the disciples, Acts chapter two verse fourteen. Then Peter stood up. But wait, wait a minute. Peter stood up. Who stood up? Peter. Peter stood up. He was the one that denied. Not once, not twice, but three times. If there was ever anyone that had the right to stand up, it wasn't Peter. If anyone had the right to stand up on that day and speak, it shouldn't have been Peter. Peter should have sat there quiet, but that's what religion wants you to do. Religion says you blew it, so you sit there and you be quiet, you don't say a word, you don't take that opportunity. But I came to tell you that in 2023, even in your failures, God will turn around and bring about blessing over your life, that you don't stay silent even when you mess up because my God is a God of restoration. My God will put you back together even after you've fallen in a million pieces. Oh come on, somebody, give God praise. Someone say this with me. I'm not what I did. I'm not what I went through. I'm not defined by my failures. So I want to know, are you better? Just ask yourself that question, Am I better? Secondly, I want to ask you this, are you growing? Well, if I'm better, wouldn't I be growing? Not necessarily. Everything God created grows. Please say that again, Pastor. Everything God created grows. There isn't a thing that God created that doesn't grow. Now, when you were a child, growth was natural. I look at my grandson. I tell you what, we went through emotions this past week. They moved out. My, my daughter got married, they fin- she finished her internship out here, so my daughter and Kyrie moved out and they went, they went to go live with her husband out in Davis. Oh, don't clap. Ooh, I'm getting choked up just thinking about it right now. I've been jacked up all week. When I look at my grandson, I looked at pictures of when he was born. We don't have to do anything because it's hardwired into children to grow. If a child doesn't grow, we got a problem. Growth is natural when you're a child. It's optional when you're an adult. Let me try this side. Growth is natural as a child, but it's optional as an adult. You don't automatically get better. You don't automatically grow as you get older. Because as we get older, now you have a choice to grow. As a child, you are around. everything is new to you. Everything's new. We turn on the lights for Christmas and Kyrie's all over the tree, so excited, and, and when he's about to open a present, his words this Christmas was this, oh, I'm so excited, I'm so excited right now, I'm so excited, and we had a tower of boxes that I put, Hot Wheels, kid loves Hot Wheels, and so instead of an advent calendar, what we did is we had tw- 25 boxes piled up with five Hot Wheels in each box. And so every day he would go and he would open up a box. And he was so excited as he's opening them up. Oh, I'm so excited. And he knows they're cars, but he's still excited. Because everything's new to a child. We lost our awe for God. We lost that excitement that we walk into the house of God. Oh, what do I get to open today? What is God going to show me today? What is God going to do in my marriage today, in my family today, in my church today? When's the last time you had a childish, childlike anticipation for a move of God? Luke chapter 2, verse 52 says, "In Jesus, come on, work with me, folks. I know it's 2023, and I know some of y'all were partying hard last night. Some of y'all threw out a hip trying to dance like you used to. And Jesus, what? In wisdom and in stature in favor with God and man that word increase everyone shout increased means to go forward to make progress it means to advance to proceed it means also to profit or increase now follow me on this that term that's used here is the same term used by sailors that are cutting through a storm that no matter how bad the weather is coming up against it that ship continues to increase and continues some of you have had some storms come up against you the past couple of years it slowed you down it slowed you it, it, it kept you from moving where you wanted to be you thought i would have been farther by now but i want to tell you today i'm proud of you because you didn't give up you increased you keep moving forward no matter what storm came against you it has the same, it's the same word that's used as of a, uh, a, 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 a um, blacksmith. When they put the steel in the in the coals, get it red hot, and then they begin to hammer it out. Increase, the more you hammer it, the longer that piece of metal becomes. Put it back in the fire, hammer it out. Put it back in the fire, hammer it out. Put it back in the fire. And that was 2022 for some of you. But every time you went in the fire, the fire didn't destroy you. It made you pliable. Oh, come on, somebody. It made you pliable. It took what was hard. It took a character that was hard. It took a a personality that was unchanging. But when you get in the fire of the Holy Ghost, all of a sudden now that pride begins to break down and the Word of God begins to hit you. And now all of a sudden you're able to be molded and shaped. Am I growing? This is a question of daily growth. Everything God created grows, and are you growing in knowledge, understanding, and integrity? Let, let, Let me ask you this. Are you in a growing environment right now? Are you in an environment of growth? Are you challenged every day when you wake up to get better? That I want a better marriage, I want a better family, I want to be a better person, I want to be a better man, a better woman, a better wife, a better husband, a better father, a better mom. I want to be a better person. When's the last time you were motivated to be better? Are you growing? Now, in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, we read in Jesus, what? Increased. Why did he increase? Come on. Why did Jesus increase? The clue is found in verse 51. Remember, this is where Jesus got lost for three days. His parents are looking for him because he stayed in Jerusalem at the temple with the doctors and the lawyers and began to ask questions and answer questions. And when his parents realized he wasn't with them, They went looking for him for three days. They are freaked out because someone stole the Messiah. Mary brings Jesus into the world. Now she lost him. How's she going to explain that one to God? And when they finally find him, instead of saying, oh, mom, dad, I'm sorry. My bad. This little teenager looks at his parents and says, did you not know that I'd be about my father's business? You're clapping, but Jesus almost got clocked. Because everyone else was impressed, but his parents weren't. You read the message version. It says that everyone was impressed by the child except his parents. His parents were ticked. How dare you put us through this? Look at verse 1, or 51 of chapter 2. It says, and he went down with them. After his parents correct him, he went down with them and came to Nazareth. And he was what? He was what? He was what? You want increase without obedience. You're trying to grow without obeying the word. You're trying to increase while you're trying to disobey God. you got... He obeyed them, and that obedience, his submission to his mom and dad, opened up the doors of increase in his life. See, the problem is many of us aren't growing because we think we know it all. We all need someone in our lives to tell us no, and we'll listen. We need someone in our lives, and when I I was doing a lot of NFL chapels and I was doing an accountability thing with some of the players, I told him, you need two people in your lives that will tell you no, and you'll listen to them. Because the problem is many of these guys make so much money that they have yes men in their corners, and no one ever tells them no. Who do you have in your life that can correct you? Obedience led to increase in doing things God's way. So I'm asking you now, are you growing? I'm almost done. Stay with me, okay? Number three. Everyone say number three. Am I believing? Bible calls us believers. And this next year we're going to be breaking that down a whole lot more in belief. Because you are right now who you sh- believe you should be. The man's not holding you down. Your belief system is. It's not who's in the sitting in the White House, it's sitting in your brain. Mark chapter 11, verse 22 says, have faith in God. Jesus answered, I tell you, if anyone tells this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes, everyone say believes, that they will have, that that believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Everyone shout believes. The word belief means to have faith, to conceive, to, to be convinced of, to rely on, to have confidence in. You see, I want you to understand that when we talk about belief, belief is the foundation that without faith, it is impossible, not hard. It's impossible to please God. The disciples are hanging out with Jesus. Jesus is hungry, and as he's walking to the temple, he notices a tree. It's a fig tree. Jesus is like, I'm going to grab myself some fruit. Gets over there and he's looking. And not one fruit is on the tree. Jesus is like, man, this is false advertising. How many of us look like Christians? dress like a believer go to church like believers but when people come in need of the fruits of the spirit that should be on your tree instead of finding fruit they find barrenness and they're let down because there's nothing to pull from from your life Anyone here? Are you listening to me this morning? See, I need you to understand there's a difference between discipline and trials. I said there's a difference between discipline and trials. See the Greek word for unbelief is disobedience. You don't believe the word you're in disobedience the Greek word for disobedience means unbelief and when we don't believe God we are operating in disobedience because God has told you the way things should be and we're operating in another. Where am I taking you this morning? I need you to understand this. Discipline happens because God loves you so much that he wants to get you back on track once again, that you've stepped out of line and like a loving father, God brings you back in. He t- Don't touch that, that's hot. Get over here, you're going to fall. That's too high. Get down from there. That's a father watching out for the child. You see, I need you to understand. Discipline corrects you because of loves you. Wants to get you back on track. But trials. How many of you have ever heard this? God will not allow you to go through anything you can't handle. How many have heard that? I'm not going to ask the second question. How many have ever gone through anything that you felt like you couldn't handle? Okay. I want you to look around. Look at the hands that are up right now. So based on the first question I asked you, Will God allow you to go through anything that you can't handle? How many hands went up of people that believed that statement? Almost every hand went up. But how many of you have gone through things that were more than you could handle? Almost every hand went up. This is the problem. Because our belief is different than our experience. Stay with me we get mad at God when we go through more than we can handle and we get mad at God and say, you promised I would never go through anything I can't handle. But what I'm going through right now, Pastor Sisko, is more than I can handle. My daughter being sick, my my marriage on the verge of divorce, finding myself on the verge of bankruptcy, whatever it is that you're going through, that you find yourself right now going through something more than you can handle. Let me tell you something. The Bible never promised that you would never go through anything more than you can handle. God promised that you would never go through a temptation more than you can handle. See when you don't know the word, the enemy's able to twist things in your mind. God never promised that you would never go through more than you can handle. That's unbiblical. Show me in the Bible where it says that you can't, but he does say you will never go through any temptation more than you could handle. My daughter passing away was more than I could handle, more than I could ever experience. But God was still there for me in that experience. I got to close. I apologize. I'm looking at the time and realizing I need to bring this to a close here. Trials are part of life, and they help us develop our character. 1 Peter 2, verse 20 says this. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? <laughs> I love that scripture. You know how many people post on Facebook? Really going through a tough time. Man, God is really taking me through a trial. God is really putting me through, the some- through something. God didn't put you through that. Your own stupidity put you through that. God's not the one that took you through that. You took yourself through that. It was your choices. God's not the one that made you drink. God's not the one that made you drive. God's not the one that got you in the accident. God did not take you through that trial. You did. Man, it's got quiet in this place. Man, I'm going through trials, Pastor. God is just really taking me through it right now. I went to the doctor for my physical. Find out I got four clogged arteries, lying devil. Devil wasn't the one that was eating all that pork shoulder, stopping at In-N-Out for double doubles. We blame the devil for things that we're doing. Hello. Am I believing? This is a focus of hope. Don't lose hope this year. Whenever I've seen people lose hope, they're done. They bail. Don't lose hope. Have things got difficult? Yeah. Are things hard? Yeah. But I came to tell you that you don't give up just because things get hard. You dig in. You battle. You fight. And you you, you keep on pushing. Activate your faith. And as I close, I want you to understand that our beliefs become our behaviors. Come on, everyone stand to your feet. The last question I have for you is this, am I stagnant? Am I stagnant? There is nothing nastier than stagnant water. On. Stagnant water can kill you. West Nile virus that we had going on years ago before COVID. I remember going to visit my mother-in-law out in Colorado and they were telling everyone in Colorado to empty out any, any, any uh, outdoor water because of mosquitoes that were developing. When water just sits still, it becomes stagnant. And in the region of Jerusalem, there are two bodies of water that are there, both fed by the same river. The Jordan River, where there's so much life, feeds the Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea. The Sea of Galilee is filled with life and fish and just sea life. That's where the, the fishermen from the Bible operated their careers on the Sea of Galilee. But just south of there was the Dead Sea. Same river feeding it as the Sea of Galilee. The difference is the Sea of Galilee has an outlet. The Dead Sea doesn't. The salt content is so great in the Dead Sea, they say you won't sink, that you could literally float in the water. What am I telling you? Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But vision is not referring to sight. It's referring to belief. Oh, you got you to gotta focus in as I close. Vision isn't speak, speaking here of a dream, of a goal, of a destination. It's talking about more about the how than it is the what. what. What are you talking about, pastor? It's talking about here. Notice the last part of this scripture. We all talk about the first part where there is no vision. What? What's the second part of that scripture say? But he that what? Keepeth the law, happy is he. I know individuals that are successful, but they're unhappy. People that have a big house, but are unhappy. People that drive nice cars, but they're unhappy. It's not about what you possess, it's about who possesses you. The vision he's talking about here isn't about having bigger dreams. He's about talking about doing it God's way. Do your marriage God's way. Do your business God's way. Do your health God's way. Stop trying to do it in your own way. Because when you do it God's way, you're happy. You know, when I was a youngster, I can say that now, but I was a youngster back in the day, everywhere I looked, I saw a Corvette, and I needed a Corvette. I wanted a Corvette. I was driving a 4x4 Toyota pickup. And I just knew that if I had a Corvette, my life would be so much better. Come on, somebody say amen. You ever been in that situation? If I just get this, if I just get that thing, everything's going to be great. Well, I got it, but not the way I wanted it. Car was always breaking down. I was always pushing it. It got to the point that I would have driven a Yugo. Some of y'all don't know what a Yugo is. Look it up when we leave here, okay? Look up Yugo. I would have driven a Yugo. I would have been happy with the... I wanted to get into a car, turn the key, and I wanted it to start. I wanted to get into the car and drive somewhere and get to that destination. I wanted confidence. I wanted belief. I wanted the hope that the moment I got in the car, I could get to where I was going, and that car let me down each and every time. Because it's not what we have, too. When we do things God's way, we, we do things the right way for our health, for our business, for our family, for our fun, for our relationships, our success, our dreams, our goals. I want to ask you are you stagnant? Are you farther along this year than you were at this time last year? Let's not waste another year. A look back is a good thing, time of reflection, evaluation, but some of the most successful people I know, when I talk success, I'm talking success. When I ask them, what kind of resolutions do you make each year, you know what the responses I've gotten from pretty much 99% of them So we don't make resolutions. We don't make resolutions. We make commitments to ourselves. We make a decision to change our life, not for one year to get into shape, not one year to get my family together, not one year to read the Bible. We make decisions. He goes, I haven't made, he goes, well, this this individual mentioned, I haven't made a resolution in over 35 years because I make promises to myself to change, to get better. I want you to take the elements of communion right now how many of you have ever heard that if nothing changes changes. if nothing changes nothing changes changes. and next year you're gonna be in the same spot same health condition same financial struggle We've been giving out toys for Toys for Tots for over 22 years. You know, it's funny. It, it, we joke about it in the staff because we have people that call in that need help, and that's why we do it. We love to help. But we got this one individual for the past 22 years that calls every year. She has nine kids, nine, 22 years later, they're still the same age, all nine of them. They've never grown. Little Billy is still four years old, 22 years later. Now, when we get these calls and we, they, there's times that they'll hang up and then they'll call back to say, oh, we just talked to you. I'm sorry. We're, we're just calling churches, trying to find places to. We joke around because poor ladies had kids that are 22 years later are the same age. She's getting over on us by getting the toys. Big deal. Getting some toys from us, help yourself. It's not a big deal. What's sad is that you live in the same place of dormancy. 22 years, you've lived in that same place. 22 years, you've lived in that same place of poverty. No hope. I came to tell you that this year will be better. I came to tell you that this next year will be different. I came to tell you that you could put a demand on the presence and the power of God to say this next year will be different. I will not be stagnant. I will be growing. I will not stay the same. That this next year I will become a new individual. I will not be the same. I will be better, not bitter. I will grow. I will not stay stagnant. And I will believe in who God says I am. As you take the bread today, I want you to take the bread in faith, knowing who God says you are right now. Take the bread this morning. Yes, Lord. Father, I thank you for the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. Lord, you died on the cross because you knew I couldn't do it on my own and that I needed forgiveness. I need the Holy Spirit. Lord, you are a great God. In fact, it's been said that the moment God said, let there be light, that the universe continues to expand. And continues to respond to that voice even today that the universe is still responding to let there be light still growing if the universe responds to your word and continues to increase how much more should we not be growing and increasing as well as we take the cup this morning we do so in faith knowing That, God, you provided everything we need to increase this new year. Take the cup this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands all over this place. Those of you at home right now. As we reflect back on this past year, right where you are, just a private moment between you and God. Come on, right where you're at right now. I want you to evaluate, where can I get better? Where can I improve? Where can I believe more? Where can I grow more? How can I break out of stagnancy? Am I better or am I bitter? Lord, I want to grow this new season. But help me understand that practice doesn't make perfect, Evaluated practice makes perfect so father I pray for every person whose hands are raised in this moment right now Lord I pray your covering over each and every one of their hearts in this moment and we say God I want more I want to increase I want to become who you say I am I want to walk in the conviction and the understanding of who God created me to be I don't want to waste another year I don't want to waste another minute. I don't want to waste another second. God, you created me to be an overcomer. You created me to be the head and not the tail, a lender and not a borrower, above and not beneath. And I came right now, God, to say that this new year, Lord, I'm ready for awakening. I'm ready to believe. Lord, you said that if we believe that when Jesus looked at that fig tree, Jesus cursed it. The next day they walked back and found the tree withered from the roots up. And Jesus said, if you have faith of a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain to be moved into the sea. In 2023, you're going to start speaking to mountains, not climb them. No, you didn't hear me. I said in 2023, you're going to start speaking to mountains, not climb them. You've been climbing mountains you were never meant to climb. You've been battling mountains you were never meant to battle. God told you to speak to the mountain, not climb it. He told you to cast that mountain into the sea, not climb that mountain. Stop battling things that God told you to speak to. So Father, right now in this moment, hands lifted all over this place. Lord, we will take dominion in 2023. I'm not making treaties with my mountains any longer. I'm casting them out in Jesus' name. I'm casting them out now in Jesus' name. Increase my faith. Come on. Increase my faith. Come on, Pastor Cepha, would you just lead us for a moment? Come on, lift your hands as we worship. If you're ahead of a household, I'd like you to bring your family to the altar. Make a commitment to one another that this new year, we're going to start this new year off in the right place, and that's in the presence of God. That when things get difficult, we're running back to his presence. When things get bad, we're running back to his presence, not from it. When we find things getting hard, we're going to run to the mountain of God. Come on, let's get a hold of God in this moment. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.